the man gave an excuse before he was willing to accept the chains. Jesus is asking you, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be set free? Do you want to kick this addiction? Do you want to be delivered from lust? Huh? Do you want to break this generational curse? Do you want to reclaim your health back into your body? Do you want peace? If we keep giving God these excuses, Lord, I want peace, but the way my family be cutting up, what they want, won't, don't, don't, don't. God didn't ask the reason why you was in the situation. He already know, friend. Hey family, welcome back. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Every single week, we acknowledge a black creative, entrepreneur, businessman, or woman, or just black excellence as a whole. And this week, we are going to shed a light on the King Center. Established in 1968 by Mrs. Coretta Scott King, the Martin Luther King Jr. Center for a Novelist Social Change, aka the King Center, has been a global destination, resource center, and community institution for over a quarter of a century. Nearly a million people each year pilgrimage to the National Historic Site to learn be inspired and pay their respects to Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy. The center provides community outreach, a King library and archive campus and camps on leadership and more. For more information on how to donate or how to be a part, more information and learning on what the King Center is all about, head on over to www.thekingcenter.org. Everyone, happy Wednesday. I'm just super excited on this Wednesday in January to be here with you all. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week. I tell you that this podcast would not be possible without the Lord's provisions and without you all putting in your AirPods and listening to this show every single week. So I just applaud you. Y'all are just wonderful. I just love every single person that's listening to this podcast. Um, We are a community that strives to be inspired, challenged, and changed. As I mentioned every single week on this show, that is our motto. That is what we go forth in Jesus' name to be um, those things. Um, But at the same time, I am aware that that motto does not sit well with everyone. It just doesn't. Um, When you think of inspiration, uh, could it be possible that inspiration could be short or sporadic? Oh, it's nice to be inspired, but I'd rather complain about what's going on in my life right now. When you consider being challenged, how often do people accept challenges? Is it sometimes we say, no, thanks, you know, I'm not really up to a challenge right now. 
And even the things that we don't say out loud to people, such as I feel threatened by things that may come to interrupt the patterns within my life. So then in return, we are afraid to change. How often are we Xing out, being inspired through God's word, being challenged and pushed out of our comfort zone to change into better people, to change into a better you, to change into a better me? What makes us content in mediocrity? What makes us content in our sickness and living as a victim? What makes us content in our bad habits? The simple answer to that is our excuses. Excuses paralyze our progress. And I'm going to say that again for the people in the back, okay? Excuses paralyzes our progress. Some may say, I'm this way because somebody talked bad about me. Or, I don't trust men because I was cheated on. Or, I don't go to church because I experienced church hurt. Friend, friend, <clears throat> listen, to, l- l- listen to me. And, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not coming to you saying that I know the answers, but I want us to evaluate self before we play victim before we put our own selves within limitations and restrictions on our own freedom. How can we allow people's words to dictate who we are? How can you say you don't trust men or trust people because of one person's mistake? How can you say that I'm going to dismiss God? I'm going to dismiss the the assembly and and I'm not going to log into, you know, church online or I'll, I'll never be associated with this organization because I was hurt within the church. There are things that we pick and choose to be offended by. I'll say it again. There are things that we pick and choose to be offended by. How many people have actually said, you know what, I'm never going to work ever again in my life because somebody talked about me at the office. No, because you need to pay them bills every 30 days, okay? But why don't we have that same energy when it comes to forgiveness or when it comes to changing ourselves and our bad habits or making different decisions or coming to God or um, coming into community with people that are going to help us grow? There's hesitation there sometimes. We use excuses to get ourselves out of things that we are not ready to approach or even just stand directly and say, I'm confronting this issue. I'm confronting this discomfort. I am confronting the very thing that I have been running away from for years. I am confronting things that I, were never t- I was never taught to deal with. Today, friends... Because y'all my friends. I declare no more excuses. Not this time, not this year, not today, not never no more. No more excuses. 
Now, before I start snatching people's, you know, excuses up, I want to introduce us to someone that is a lot like us when it comes to trying to get out and find reasons as to why we're staying in certain situations and conditions. Okay. So, you know how we do here. Um, we're going to go to the word of God. Uh, so grab your Bibles, scroll to, <laughs> or scroll, right, to John chapter 5, verses 1 through 13. And we're going to be a read-on church today. We're going to read on today, okay? Let me get my specs so I can say, because, you know, I am blind. John chapter 15, verse, no, John chapter 5 verse 1 through 13 and it reads afterward Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days inside of the city near the sheep gate was a pool of Bethesda with five covered porches crowds of sick people blind lame or paralyzed laid on those porches one of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the man said, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up. Pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began to walk, but this miracle happened on the Sabbath, so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry your sleeping mat. But he replied, the man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and walk. Who said such these things as that? They demanded. The man didn't know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. For afterwards, Jesus found him at the temple and told him, now you are well. So stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. Last verse. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders, that it was Jesus who had healed him. The word of the Lord is already blessed. May the people of the Lord be blessed. Okay, let's go back to this text, friends. Let's go back to this text. And let's look at this man that was sick, laying at the pool of Bethesda on one of these five porches. This man had been sick for 38 years I don't even know what 38 years look like I've only made it to 25 thank you Jesus but he has been sick for 38 years that is a long time to be laid at a pool but what's interesting is that he was laid at at Bethesda but his healing was right in front of him I'm done no, I'm not. Let's hop back in it. He was laid at Bethesda for 38 years with an illness, but his healing was right in front of him. 
So why did he not jump in the pool? Why didn't he roll in the pool? Why didn't he say, you know what, sir, can you just push me over there when the, when the water is, is, is bubbling? Because I've been here for, for three decades and eight years, and um, I'm tired of this situation. Why did he never get a couple of inches or a couple of feet into his healing? Why is that? So when Jesus came, what I love about Jesus, he, he, he's always asking these questions, right? But he asked these questions so we can think about the reasoning, right? So Jesus sees this man. He knows he's been sick for a long time. And he says, would you like to get well? It's a very simple question. Like, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be well? But notice that the man did not say yes. He wasn't like, ooh, Jesus is here. I'm going to get my healing. Yes, Lord, give it to me. I receive it in Jesus' name. He didn't say none of that. He said, I can't. Let's, let's go back to verse 7. He says, I can't, sir, for no one is here to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. He gave Jesus an excuse. Jesus did not ask you, why didn't you get in the pool yet? <laughs> Jesus didn't say, I, I know you've been here for 38 years. Why didn't you roll over there? Jesus asked simply, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be well? But he, the man gave an excuse before he was willing to accept the change. Ah, that was good. I'm going to say it again. The man gave an excuse before he was willing to accept the chains. Jesus is asking you, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be set free? Do you want to kick this addiction? Do you want to be delivered from lust? Huh? Do you want to break this generational curse? Do you want to reclaim your health back into your body? Do you want peace? If we keep giving God these excuses, Lord, I want peace, but the way my family be cutting up, what do you want? Don't, don't, don't. God didn't ask the reason why you was in the situation. He already know, friend. He already knows how you got there. He just wants to know, do you want your freedom? Do you want your freedom? but we give excuses and I'm the same way. I'm not pointing the, the, the fingers at the listeners. I'm saying I'm the same way too. And while I'm at it, just let me go on and uh, tell my business. Right. So I've been <clears throat> really wanting to, to make a healthy life change. You know, we always, you know, in that, but I, I I really wanted to make this healthy life change because sickness and disease runs something tough and crazy on both sides of my family, right? And I want uh, to live um, three digits. I want to be a hundred and something in my right mind, okay, able body and all, okay. But I can't have that request to God if I'm not taking care of this temple because we only get one. And so I'm asking the Lord, you know, Lord, I want to eat right and I want to exercise and I want to, you know, you know, just do right by my body, the body that you gave me. But just like this man, I had this excuse like I don't like salads. 
Like that's that's a dumb excuse saying it out loud. <laughs> it is, but you know, this, I'm just I'm telling all my, I'm just, I'm just gonna let y'all know what had happened, right? So you know, I don't I don't like this, or you know, I don't want to wake up early and and work out. You know, I love you know juice, and I don't I don't want to just drink water all day, or you know, I don't want to. I could just go on and on and on, but every day that I had an excuse. I wasn't happy with myself. It was always on my mind. Like Kendra, you could really be doing something. You could have just like knocked out an hour of, of, of cardio. You could have, you know, made a better choice of what you eat in today. You didn't eat that cookie. Okay. Grab you a banana or, or just something like you can make different choices to get the results that you want. Right. And I thought to myself, it's a process. So uh, I am glad to say that I am on week eight of making good choices. The Lord has shown me results. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But it's not just about the physical appearance. It's not just about, you know, superficial gain. But it's something that I really wanted. I wanted to walk in health. I wanted to walk in true wealth. I want to do right by my body because we only get one. And I can't give myself these excuses of why I can't. Because the truth of the matter is, there is no try. There is no such thing as I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to do that. You either do or you don't. You either sink or you swim. You either take up your bed and walk or you sit at the pool for another 38 years. So what are we going to do? Today, I declare over your life, no more excuses. I release you in Jesus' name not to give another out as to why you can't find inspiration through the word of God. Why you can't be challenged to interrupt the the unhealthy patterns in your life. And why you can't change for the better. I encourage everyone to find what your excuses are and trace them back to the root of what you are afraid to change. What are you afraid to lose? Amen. So we are coming to the end of our show. And I just want to pray for everyone that's listening to this, that you are encouraged to surrender your excuses and walk in whatever it is that the Lord is wanting you to walk in. If it's forgiveness, if it's, your business that you, that God inspired you to start. If it's making a change in your life, if it's health, if it's, you know, getting rid of those bad habits and spending money, whatever it is, you know, better than I do, you, you know, right. Let's identify those, those excuses, find those roots and let's pray about it and give it to the Lord. Leave it at the altar and do something about it. All right. So with all hearts and minds clear, Father God, in the name of Jesus, 
God, we come before you thanking you for who you are. You're glorious, you're sovereign, you're perfect, you're patient, you're loving, you're kind. God, we just thank you for being father, for being our friend, for being everything that we need, everything that we want, and more. God, forgive us for our laziness, for our excuses, for not moving when you told us to move. God, I pray right now that you give us the courage to surrender our excuses. Give us the courage to to do better. God, I'm praying that for every listener, that you ask them, do they want to be made whole? And I pray that their response is yes, Lord, and not an excuse. God, I'm praying over them that you continue to keep them and cover them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. Um, If you've enjoyed this message, go ahead and share with a family member or a friend. Um, Share it on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to put it, (laughs) where folks can grab it. Go ahead and do that. If you have any questions, comments, um, topics of discussion, or prayer requests, you can head on over to www.unassociated.com slash askkendra. Go ahead and submit something via, uh, via audio, or you can type something in, and I would love to hear what you have to say. If you want to keep up with your girl, head on over to Instagram and follow me at underscore create with Kendra. That is create with a K great with Kendra and until next time beautiful people be blessed